Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of this podcast. I'm 3J of Family Matters. And I am Nisi Nash. This is The Reed. Thanks for coming back. Yes, it is, and thank you for coming back. Great Essence cover there, Nisi. Real gay and black. Yeah, wasn't that gorgeous? Did you see the video version of it, too? I did not. There's a whole video with that damn hours and hours song playing in the background and oh god. All the pictures are gorgeous. There's a whole interview. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Very happy for Nisi Nash. Very happy. This week in Black Excellence, it's for the foodies, particularly those who love to get their snack on in New York City. I've never heard of City Island. What? In the Bronx. <laughs> You never been to City Island? <laughs> been to? I don't know. Oh I don't my so. god! Oh, oh, we have to go this summer. Oh yes. Oh, it sounds yes. like a, it sounds like a fictional place in like the Power Rangers or something. But it's, I guess it's not. When I dated that Bronx nigga for a little while, I spent some time at City Island, and it is a. Sounds like it is an a ethnic. It is an ethnic time for that ass. You're gonna have a ball. <laughs> Oh. Well, when we make it to City Island, whatever the <laughs> fuck that happens, oh, we're yeah. going to have to take a stop by Seafood Kings, too. Uh, it is the first Black-owned seafood restaurant on City Island, and it's wow. just opened its doors on February 26th, thanks to the... L- listen, Daryl Lelly. I might be saying your last name wrong, and I'm apologizing if I am, because clearly you've created an empire. But Daryl, his son, Darrell, who's the general manager, and his wife, Katrina, are running things over there in the Bronx and City Island. And uh, during their grand opening, the Bronx Borough President, Miss Vanessa Gibson, was there for a nice Black History Month. Uh, celebration and i looked over here at the menu they've got you know the respectable and expected uh nyamins as we would call them in jamaica uh when it comes to a seafood restaurant we've got catfish we've got uh wings shrimp snapper all of the things but you know i I like to slide over to the sides okay. when I'm inspecting. Okay. 
a black restaurant and here we've got our mac and cheese, we've got our collards, we've got our potato salad, we've got our steamed cabbage, we've got our candy yams, we've got our rice and beans, we've got our cornbread and our Cajun fries, and that's just the beginning. So, yum. <laughs> I say shout out to Seafood Kings. This is not, this is obviously, I said Seafood Kings too. This is not their first restaurant. They've had one in Queens for quite some time that was able to stand the test of the Pangea. Mm. Uh, but Daryl said that the neighborhood looked like a ghost town with the only restaurants being KFC and White Castle open and oh. Seafood Kings. Damn. So, this was in the success Queens? of mm-hmm. Wow. This success of that restaurant, which opened in 2019, led to their second uh, location, which had some trouble at first in South Bronx. And now they're on City Outland. Taking amazing black, beautiful photos in front of the restaurant. Everybody looks so shiny and new and spectacular. And personally, I love fried food. I can't Mm -hmm. eat shellfish because, you know, the devil has it out for me. But that never stops me from getting my life at a seafood restaurant. So, (laughs) yeah, looking forward to it. It is rude that the universe gave you that allergy. That is really just so fucked up. One of a few. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to go. There's uh, there's quite a few seafood restaurants on City Island, but we will have to go and uh, check out the Negro one. Yeah, we're going to have to. It's going to be a good. I cannot believe you've never been. We are going to have a good time. Why would I go to an island when I live on an island? Well, I mean, first, I mean, well, oh, okay. I guess I can't really argue with that, but yeah. <laughs> City Island is, it's like, I mean, have you ever been to Fire Island? Yes, oh. I'm a gay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's why you would go to an island, even though you live on one. Because it's fun. Switch it up a little I've bit. I've never been back. And <laughs> you might never go back to City Island either. <laughs> but we're going to have a good time. I know that. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas. 
hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, well, this week in our hot tops, let's just go ahead and get started. Uh, well, number one, the queen's back at work. Uh, nine days past COVID, she's already. Oh. Yeah. Well, not that queen. I mean, right. the queen of England. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you now. I'm with you. Queen Elizabeth has reported back to whatever it is she does. <laughs> Um, a fresh nine days after having the COVID. And here we have a statement from Hollywood Unlocked's Jason Lee. It says, although I've never been wrong when breaking a story, because this involves the queen, this is one time I would want to be. And based on Wednesday's report from the palace, I can say my sources got this wrong. And I sincerely apologize to the queen Mm -hmm. and the royal family. Now, According to some uh, screenshots that I found here that seem to be from BuzzFeed News, apparently, allegedly, uh, the quote-unquote source was a wedding guest of the editor-in-chief of British Vogue, Edward Eninfold, Mm -hmm. and apparently said guest was weeping when they found out that the uh, singer of band Queens of the Stone Age, Mark Lanigan, died on February 22nd. And somehow this morphed mm. into Queen Elizabeth, the actual big, white, old-ass queen, <laughs> being dead. And I don't know how, but here we are. I, I'm i honestly having trouble believing that because, first of all, that's one hell of a game of telephone. Yeah. And secondly, didn't Jason Lee say that he verified this with like multiple sources? Didn't he say it was two different people? But even if you didn't, like. Well, lies. It just it's not making sense. I'm so sorry. It's just not. That explanation is hilarious. But I don't know who it came from. I'm just reading a screen. No, I'm just saying it's not curling over as like something realistic. It sounds like something that niggas came up with to try to make this seem not as stupid as it is. But I believe it because it, of how stupid it does. <laughs> That's I why mean, I believe it. If that is because true, I think you would have been better off just saying what we said last week, which is, "Girl, we had the the file, the draft, uh, or ready. The draft yeah. ready to go. Somebody hit share by accident, and here we are today. Good evening." But I mean, that I believe this is. <laughs> I guess my my issue with it is just. If you ran with a story and that was what really happened, and yet you stood, not only did you run with a story, but you stood, you stood 10 toes down in that bitch and was like, well, we ain't heard from the palace, so you niggas don't know. And I stand by my sources like you did all that rah, rah, rah behind that shit. You really ought to just shut down your whole Instagram account, close down that blog and just never do it again. That's my only thing. Like, I hope that that is not what really happened here because that is worse than, like, poor journalism or being a terrible blogger. That is just, you're just outright bad at your job at that point. I don't mind it. Just because 
it's an Instagram blog and one the queen I care about anyway. Like I said, she could she could be there right now. Yeah, no. I mean, I don't I don't care either way. So, I got a big big laugh laughs. out of it, right? I mean, I laughed a lot, but that is just so ugh, niggas is sloppy if that is true. My god. Well, the girls have been dragging Laverne Cox from the orange to the black after she made some comments uh to Will and Jada on the red carpet of the SAG Awards she was hosting for E. What? Television. And after talking to Will and Jada, who were there uh, supporting Will's King Richard film, uh, Laverne made comments of an entanglement or entanglements no. towards the end of the little questioning. And the internet was displeased with oh. her, to say the least. Um, she has since logged on to Instagram Live and her uh, current wig and a natural beat and um, Ooh, wait. smiled ear to ear and spoke of, I don't know, love languages and spirituality. If I couldn't care, fair, follow it. She basically, okay. what I did gather okay. was she's not apologizing oh. and... Um, great that everybody wants to protect the Smiths, and she turned it into this whole thing about how everyone loves. So I don't know. It was really weird. Um, the clip itself was like not a big deal. What it wasn't like shady. It she literally was like, I don't know. You have to go and watch the I clip. See it. For I, I pulled it up. It says we can't wait for more red table talk and more entanglements. That was like she said it like it. like off the cuff yeah. or whatever to the end. They literally laughed when she said it. It wasn't that big a deal. Mitch, for me, it's like I, I wouldn't have said it. I would have preferred she didn't. Yeah. Because looks, I think it's wholly unnecessary. Yeah. But, I see. I, I mean, I see the clip now and they don't look offended or anything at all. But they this. laughed. Right. I thought you meant that like she brought up entanglements like that. She was like, so how did no. y'all heal after the August Alcina thing? That's no, I was like, she oh literally my God. just said the word. Oh yeah. No, this is not, this is not that big of a deal. No, they laughed it off. Right. And for me, it's like, even though I would not have said it, if them niggas aren't upset, what the fuck do I have to be upset for? I don't know them. Yeah. So, and honestly, I feel like the fact that it's Laverne Clock, Laverne Cox, <laughs> Laverne Cox, like a clear black actor, maybe also <laughs> helps soften whatever. Because yeah. if it was like whatever random blonde, blue-eyed avian bitch from Entertainment Tonight or something that would have said it, then maybe it would have landed a bit differently. But I feel like they probably knew that it was not meant in no kind of malicious way. Yeah. They laughed it off and went on about having their expensive dinner and winning whatever awards and shit. So yeah, I just saw the video. I don't know what the fuck she logged on for in the first place. And Jada laughed. <laughs> like they both laughed. At uh, yeah, it. I would have just let niggas be. Y'all would have just had to be mad at that, but <laughs> because this is not like the way you set it up, I thought it was gonna be like egregious. But this was really no. not that big of a deal. It really wasn't. Yeah. But she was on Instagram again, looking beautiful, like in her walk-in closet or some shit. And it's just like I just think that it's it's really lovely how many people. 
are, are protecting them and how many people love love and I was like girl if you don't turn off this goddamn live and stop explaining shit to people they don't better give a fuck about this y'all niggas better calm down first of all Will and Jada talked about it on Red Table Talk which is hosted on Thank Facebook you. it's on Facebook so the whole goddamn world saw it it went viral we niggas remixed the Entanglement clip and turned it into some shit you could download off of SoundCloud they know how the mean internet Will works space. they haven't they forgotten. know <laughs> they're good Right. They're they're better than most of us, to be honest with you, when it comes to like relationship shit. I yeah, say. I'm never finna been do together that. Forever. I'm never finna do been, that. Like sweetness. Mm-mm. So So Yeah, y'all y'all that simmer little down. off the cuff thing. In right. fact, they probably, as far as long as they've done this, expected somebody to say it. So like yeah, this girls. Was, I mean, you're right. We're all if, fine. Uh, if a white girl had said, it, I would have been like, "Uh, mind yours." But exactly. <laughs> but coming Excuse from Laverne me? Cox, it just felt very much like family and Jada being like, "Girl, haha, we done with that." You know, like this. No, was, mm-hmm. y'all did a yes, lot. Y'all did a lot for no reason for that one. Sorry, I would have never given you bitches the <laughs> at the grace. Never, <laughs> never. Y'all just gonna have to be mad. You would have just literally had to been pissed. Yep. And that would have been the end of it. But again, I, it wouldn't have happened because I would have said it. But that's neither here nor there. Um, apparently, there's a new daytime talk show coming in the form of the Jennifer Hudson show, which is allegedly going to be oh, wow. coming to your television screen in the fall. Now, I'm reading this on TVLine.com. I just... Yeah. Is there any room left on daytime TV? I feel like all of the girls are getting shows. And I don't know how to say this or if this even makes any sense. Yeah, no, I, I actually see but what you're saying. <laughs> what does Jennifer what have anything else to do? Like, don't Jen ain't Jennifer busy? Um, I mean, I would I would think so, but also whatever they're offering her is probably pretty mm. substantial. So, oh, yeah. it's um Fox, it's going to be on Fox. Okay. That's so, yeah, great. that's pretty huge. That's Fox is big. So, um is there time left in daytime? I mean, if I'm you're sure. that if you're that damn good, yes, but there are a lot of people who are currently hosting daytime TV. They got all them ensemble shows, The Talk, The View, <laughs> The Walk, the Young and the Restless, all that shit. But I'm specifically talking about these like celebrities that are getting daytime time. Like Drew Barrymore has a show. Sherry Shepard just scalped. Kelly Wendy. Clarkson has a show. Kelly Clarkson has one. Yeah. And now Jennifer Hudson's getting one. So it's like maybe all those girls are doing so well that Fox was like, we need our own. But uh, maybe. I mean, I don't know about this. I don't think I ever would have put those two together. But she might be great at it. I just don't know that I ever. Yeah, I just don't know that I ever saw her doing this. It sounded like it was a surprise to me. Yeah, I feel like for some reason I I don't know. I I think I'm surprised because I figured she would be busy, (laughs) but maybe that's just my. I figured she would be like on Broadway stage somewhere or doing some fucking film where she has to sing her face off or in content. But maybe not. Maybe I'm living in a fantasy land. Um, but. I think that Jennifer seems like sweet enough, gregarious. She probably has mm-hmm. loads of um, celebs that will come and I was chit-chat say, with her about whatever. Probably not a lot of people who like hate Jennifer Hudson and refuse to go on her show. You know, she's, I mean, who? <laughs> right, she's not like a an awful person or anything. So, yeah, I will. I mean, I'll at least try it out. I'll put it on a DVR. Good for. Oh, I mean, I'm not going to because I'm not. Well, I don't watch any of them, but. 
Um, I mean, I I will very likely see like clips from it on YouTube because that's yeah what happens all of the time, and I expect that her theme song will be very big. Oh, you know um, it and melodic and um have loads of volume and you know I'm happy for her because anything involving a Jennifer Hudson ascension I guess my vote. Because mm-hmm. I love Jennifer Hudson. Yeah. So, same. Daytime TV. This is the only one that I've heard of so far that I was just like, if I watch daytime TV, I'd watch this, but I'd be asleep. I mean, I, I do have things to do. That's why I said I'll put it on the DVR, you know, just so she get my little my little DVR play or whatever. But I don't, you know, uh, uh, fingers crossed for her. Good luck to Jennifer. Um, I don't know when if we missed this. Uh, but the bride is officially married. Oh to no, her. we didn't miss it. It happened oh, after the this? no, it happened after the show. Oh, okay. Um, well, they got married right over there in the ATL on two 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 two. Yeah. 0-2-2-2. Yep. <laughs> One hundred guests were in attendance, including Candy Burris, Eva Pigford. Portia Williams, <laughs> um, and even Lisa Ray McCoy, wow. who was a bride, a bride. What did Nini say? Bridesmaids. What? Did she, how did she say? It? I don't even remember. <laughs> Nini says it all wrong. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm half dead today. Um, so they, you know, had a very expensive looking wedding. Jermaine Dupri was in purple. I guess he was the best man. Um, walking them down the aisles and things like that. Wow, was there plenty of fabric. My <laughs> God. Like, there, it legitimately looks like the, mm. couple, the couple was teepeed. Like, somebody toilet papered them. Yeah. Prior to arrival. Like something, it does. I mean, the brat has on, like... A very non-binary, unisex ass. <laughs> it's, it's very like garnet of her. Tucks, <laughs> but then it's a garment. It's like a gown at the bottom. Mm. Jessica has on like a big, bold dress with lots of like sparkly and all kinds of That's lit all day. It's just big. It's just big. <laughs> it's a lot of fabric. Mama, like, the brat got these fucking padded shoulders giving you rock-a-doodle. Woo! It's a lot. It's just big fabric. Somebody could have toned... Anyway, this is their so wedding. Sorry. I was invited. I'm has so nothing sorry. To do with me. I'm so sorry. I hate it. It's a lot. I do but, not like it at all. <laughs> The what they wore to the um the not the ceremony the um, reception the fun part yeah the reception yeah that is the what fun they part. wore to that was like a lot more subdued um the brat has like a blowout whatever this is a blowout and she like she got on that like, curly um, wig <laughs> that curly perm and then she got on this um like it's very much a creep esque um like a linen number it's just lighter (laughs) and then jessica's outfit is like it looks like honestly jessica's outfit looks like it was a reveal underneath what she wore to the reception (laughs) yes drag race she grabbed the original dress by the hip and ripped it and then it and then this happened yeah i I just enjoy both of these looks more I could, yes, the reception looks, I agree. Um, I prefer much more to those of the ceremony. 
I can't say enough how much I dislike Bradshaw. <laughs> I cannot say enough how much I dislike it. I really don't like it. Um, but they look ecstatic. And so yeah. I am happy for them. Yay, gays. Yeah. <laughs> happy for all the all the gays getting married except me. Yeah, and I am happy for y'all. Uh, that is so They nice. had their little Cinderella pumpkin carriages and Oh, Candy looks good. Oh, I didn't see Candy. I saw Portia. I saw she got on a dress. Looked like she a bridesmaid. Hell, her dress matched. She probably was. Her dress matched their colors. Um, uh, but yes, they. The flowers are gorgeous. They like are the floral. This is. I have to say, this is very like Black Dyke of a certain age, Atlanta wedding. Like honestly, yeah. you tell me, <laughs> you tell you, yeah. you if you give me this those qualifiers, I'm gonna. I would have picked this wedding out for them. <laughs> this was in a lesbian scrapbook. <laughs> the cake is gorgeous, though, and everybody looks happy. Um, yeah, they do. JD walking Brad down the aisle was really sweet. So, yeah. yeah, good for them. Yay, black love. And I love the pinks and purples, excuse me. I think it's really pretty. So, congratulations to them. Hope I love their colors. the test of time. Yeah. I do. I love their colors. Brad got love makeup, a little beat. You know, she's not afraid of a little beat. Mm. A little highlight. Yeah, a little she got contour. lashes and everything on. It's just, it. yeah, that is nice. But <laughs> I do hate the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't. It's just, I, I. It's just. I'm trying to get away from them pictures. It's so bad. <laughs> and you know the thing about it is like it's like it was it's like one or the it's like if my if if Brad would have like toned down hers maybe then the other one would would have been able to live a little bit more. Mm. It's just so it's just charming. All I see is charming. I mean yes, but also the design of this suit thing is. I despise it because it's not even just like a suit top and then a skirt. It's like a suit with the padded shoulders, yes. like you said. And she then like Freddie Mercury. it's like the fitted bodycon uh, fashion Nova with the yeah. with the silver shit <laughs> design all in the middle. They and then this big old long mermaid tail skirt. Like it's it's like five different designs in one it's very atlanta though you're right <laughs> it's very it's very gay ass atlanta wedding it's i wouldn't very, have expected anything yeah less. gen x lesbian getting married i'm like oh yeah that's there she go there they go they're happier than me i mean listen <laughs> so, i'm sure i'm not i didn't want to say it but i, I had to i'm sorry but congratulations um, well, there are rumors going around that um, perhaps Jason Moa and Lisa Bonet also discovered that they're, they're anxious out in the streets because oh, yeah. they oh, yeah. may have returned to their love lives after rumors have come out that they've moved back in together or that they've been staying together again after uh, announcing that they were separated just... How long ago? Was I was gonna this? say, was it even a month ago? Yeah, no, not even a full month. And already he was month. like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going back home. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm tired. <laughs> and this I hate ain't this. it. This ain't it. <laughs> it might take two to three trips to your local bars, pubs, clubs mm-hmm. before you realize. Oh, actually, what I need to do is go home and get him out there. Yep, <laughs> I need to quit <laughs> playing and call my wife. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going back home, um, but. Rumor also has it that uh, 
Well, when Jason was on the red carpet for The Batman, uh, a film coming out this weekend, which stars Zoe Kravitz oh, right. as the latest yes. Catwoman. Yes. Which, honestly, that's probably the only reason I'm going to go watch this movie. I'm all batman out. Like, honestly, Robert Pattinson was great in The Lighthouse. I recognize he can act. He'll probably be good. I heard good things about it. But to be honest with you, if that sickening black girl was not playing the Catwoman, I probably would just go ahead and skip this <laughs> and wait for it to hit digital. I'm not even going to front. I'm not Either going way, to see that. I'm not. I know you're not. Yeah, I'm no. just letting you know as a nerd. The reason I'm <laughs> going to see it is because Lisa Bonet's baby with Lenny Kravitz is playing Catwoman, and that is reason enough. I'm only just now working up the nerve to go see spider-man i'm gonna go look at that um sometime work up the nerve it's not frightening there's nothing scary about that no movie. i know to or go to the movies violent <laughs> oh why just wait for it to hit digital and buy it on amazon because everybody said it's gonna take too damn long for spider-man to to come to streaming and the nigga is still in theaters so they write it comes to streaming in like four weeks oh it don't really i literally oh, i'll give you the date right now i literally looked at this oh okay ago. never mind then i ain't going April 12th oh, is when it hits yeah, I can definitely wait. <laughs> and it streams. You can buy it on digital on March 22nd. Look at you saving lives. Girl, you don't have to go no motherfucker. You're welcome. Look at God. Um, so, yes, I, you know, on the red carpet of this uh, premiere. Oh, by the way, they share a, a, a film universe because Jason Momoa plays Aquaman. Waterman. Aquaman. <laughs> Water. Man. I knew it, but I was very close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, aqua water. It's very, it's right there. They're the same thing. Mm-hmm. So wrong, but sure. I knew it was and water, though. I knew so he they was likely in the may sh- show up in a film together at some point. And uh, during this red carpet, when asked about you know going to see his daughter-in-law or stepdaughter, stepdaughter. Yep, that one. That uh, he said that they're all still family, and Entertainment Tonight is reporting that you know they are still separated. Well, they didn't really report that, but it feels worded that way, which really just lets me know that y'all don't know these people's motherfucking business. Oh, because how yeah. would you? Truthfully, it sounds like maybe somebody was trying to enjoy what the kids call a sneaky link one <laughs> night when you motherfuckers couldn't shut the fuck up and close your goddamn uh, camera lenses Listen. and mind your motherfucking business. <laughs> That might be it. They could be separated. Have you seen Jason Momoa or Elisa Bonet? Maybe they wanted to fuck. Maybe they wanted to have a good night. Maybe they wanted to, you know, stream the King Richard or Scream 2022 or fucking, I don't know, Nightmare Alley or some shit. Maybe he left his switch over there. (laughs) Maybe he was just coming to get his shoes. Y'all don't know. Y'all just be saying shit. But it would be funny. If both of them, after like 22 days, was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck all of that. Come Miguel and his girlfriend home. got back together. I saw that. There's his wife, right? Didn't they get divorced? Oh, I think so, yeah. Was that his wife? Or I am I confusing so. him with Neo? No, I think, they were, I think they were either married or engaged. Oh, yeah. But they might have been engaged. Sure. But yeah. Either way, I saw that they got back together, too. And I'm like, well, you know what? <laughs> but that was some time. Like, they have spent some time yeah, apart. They were, yeah, they were uh, apart for a little so, while. So, you know, maybe... Not, like, three weeks. Maybe some growth took place, right? That's right. If if Lisa Girl. and Jason Momoa are back together, child, they was just like, you know what? Never mind. I was just playing. I took a look at the Lisa apps. Said, <laughs> and I'm good. Right? The door's unlocked. <laughs> Listen, dick is still dick. Hello? Just saying. 
Um, Rihanna has been out with that belly bump enjoying the latest mm-hmm. Paris Fashion Week. She has. Uh, entries. She showed up with her baby father at the Gucci fashion show. She was at the Off-White fashion show. Honestly, like, besides being a fashion darling, uh, I think she was also like, you're going to get these maternity looks. Oh, yeah. You're going to get pregnant you. Rihanna. Yep. The end. You are going to see what a pregnant bitch can really look like coming down a slide. That's a um, Norbit reference. Now, it was the Dior fashion show where someone, someone on the red carpet particularly tried it. I don't know if this is a photographer or a fan. But as she's walking, I would say floating, down the red carpet for the Dior fashion show in Paris, someone had the nerve to utter to her, you're late. To which she turned, looked them up and down and said, no shit. And then continued to float on mm-hmm. by, cradling her baby bump and looking like a goddess. I just have two questions. Okay, okay, okay. Who the fuck <laughs> asked that question? Wow, bitch, you don't feel stupid right now. And what exactly gave you the fucking nerve? What motivated you to speak to Rihanna? Period. The end. I don't Much even Much less tell her that. that she was late. You think that she don't know that she was motherfucking late? Furthermore, bitch, I'm Rihanna. This motherfucking event start when I get here. Exactly. On top of that, the fucking director of Dior didn't seem to have a goddamn problem <laughs> with what time Rihanna showed up because she's smiling fucking ear to ear, taking photos and selfies and shit with this like, pregnant ass heifer. So why don't you shut came. the fuck up? <laughs> she could have stayed in her villa eating Cheez-Its and she came here instead. So we're just happy to see her. Have you noticed this black woman's pregnant goddamn gut that she had? I know that you can see it because it's underneath a fucking sheer skirt right. with a bra and panties. Like, you can see that this bitch is pregnant. So she can be late. Maybe she was barfing. Maybe she was dealing with the fact that she's having a baby with a Harlem nigga. Maybe the fuck, maybe <laughs> she was out having some snacks last minute because this baby is pushing on her bladder or something. Like, can a pregnant bitch be late? But Rihanna can black women be able? <laughs> Rihanna be late even when she's not pregnant because she's fucking Rihanna. And the fact remains that she is that bitch. And if she's late, then she just is. And it does not matter. Like, yeah, bitch, I'm late. And you're still standing right here taking pictures and waiting on me. Because I'm me. So literally don't say shit else about it. Yeah, I'm late. And what? <laughs> the fuck difference do it make? What exactly are you going to do about it? I'm late and what? Like, I just can't, I really don't even understand why that person who was almost certainly a white woman decided oh, to decided to pipe up and say that shit. Like, it just no matter how I look at it, it don't make sense. Well, she looked great. Did. Um, this was probably my favorite look of her so far. The Dior one? Yeah. The black. I she wore to off-white. Sheer thing with the, the bra and panties. It was just. It was gorgeous. And honestly, I think that look on her face when she heard that woman, I think that sold it for me, too, because she really did have her hand on her belly the whole time, like completely unfazed. But also, bitch, I don't know who the fuck you are talking to. I loved it. <laughs> You're like, no shit. No shit. I'm like, late. You fucking what else, maniac? Captain Obvious? <laughs> I'm Rihanna, dumbass. It's a fashion show. We thought I was going to be here on time. And you standing right here waiting on me. You standing right here waiting to see me. So it really didn't matter what time I showed up. Now, did it? Clearly, I wasn't too late, bitch, because you're still here. 
You're still here. That person got to feel like a dumbass. If I was so late, bitch, that it was an issue, you should be in your motherfucking lift on the way back to wherever the fuck you came from. But you're not. You're here awaiting my presence and you're welcome. And you'll be lucky to ever go back to a Dior show because they're going to find out who you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> and be like, bitch, never again. Well, that leads us to my final topic for this week. Okie dokie. Medea had a film on Netflix that premiered just this past, I don't know, a week or two? Mm. A Medea Homecoming, it is titled. Starring Tyler Perry, uh, Gabriel Dennis, mm. Brandon Black, and more of the uh, usual suspects. Tamala Mann. Yep. Eugene Mann. What's her husband name again? <laughs> David Mann. <laughs> David Mann. Although Eugene do look like that would be his name. <laughs> he do look like a Eugene. He do. And um, it happens. Now, here's the thing. I um had no intention of looking at this, <clears throat> um, which is usually the case when it comes to Tyler Perry's stuff. However, a lot of y'all were talking to us about this particular film, I think specifically because it contains a Beyonce parody, Mm -hmm. or specifically a parody of the Homecoming film, which also exists on Netflix. Um, (laughs) And somebody on Twitter told me they watched it and they actually liked it. So I went ahead... And I watched the entire goddamn movie, mm. all one hour and like 44 minutes. <clears throat> 105 <laughs> of my Negro minutes. So, Whoever told well, you it was good absolutely lied. <laughs> now, all right. I will say Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. watching this film, I'd give it a solid five. I 5.5 five if out I'm of being what? 10. Oh, okay. I thought you meant out of 100. Out of 100? Yeah. That I give it five? Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that, that was fair or unfair? I feel like... you looked like that, that I mean, a five, a 5.5 out of 10 is very generous. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's very I nice. Know. It is extremely nice. <laughs> I'm asking you what you thought of it being five out of 100. Did you think that was too I much? I think five out like of... One, I mean, <laughs> I think five out of 100 is also generous. I, I would probably give it a 1.3. Out of 100 points? Yes. I would. Okay. I would. I. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I haven't watched a Medea movie or a Tyler Perry anything in such a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe because my expectations were in the shitter. I'm talking about the basement. Mm-hmm. That watching this, I was like, this is just, this is a Medea movie. It has all of the mm-hmm. makings of the of a Medea movie. Um, 
family members coming to town with secrets. Um, <sighs> Medea making fun of the church, leading into a joke about drugs or alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Secrets unveiled. A lengthy monologue from Medea about how you should get your shit together, rife with uh, metaphors and analogies mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff that the church loves. Um, really predictable twists. Mm-hmm. It was a Medea movie. Everything it about it was just like, oh, I have seen this before. Yep, Not yep, in a while. Yep, yep. yep. But I've seen you do this mm-hmm. a couple of times. It probably took him an afternoon at, like, California Pizza Kitchen to write it. Yep. And here we are today. To be honest with you, I thought it would be worse. And it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think my problem is that, like, I had just got done watching good TV before I watched it. See there, that's what you did. So it was, perhaps it was worse to me for that reason. But, like, I saw niggas talking about, this is so funny. I thought, you know, Tyler must have hired some. It was funny. It had funny moments. I I laughed laughed one time. And that was at the Cardi B moment in The Red Lobster. That's what made you laugh? That when she got up and was like, broke boys don't deserve no coochie. And all the hoes in the restaurant said, I know that's right. I laughed. I said, ha ha. And then it was over. But like you said, I think this is my main problem with it, is that I have seen this movie before from Tyler Perry 8,000 times. He probably did not. I know. But that's the problem. I, you didn't, he probably did not even have to write the script. He sat there and took a previous eight scripts taken from like the plays and the movies and mashed all that shit together. And it was the exact same thing we've seen. Like literally some of even the same jokes that I have seen in Tyler Perry stage plays before, like the same gags, the same bits, the same, Oh, I smoke a lot of weed, the same, not really thought through social justice issues that we kind of talking about, but not really because Tyler Perry don't know what he's talking about and can't delve into anything with like a critical mind and the same Uncle Joe being a nasty pervert and Brown doing something stupid. Like, it's the same shit. That's what I'm saying. But, like, I don't expect characters, especially characters that are old in universe, to be much different. What I would expect is at least the at the core of the story for you to do something different mm. there. I expect is going to cuss, troll her daughter, smoke weed, drink, and, like, try to bring her family back Shoot together. Somebody. Joe's going to be a pervert. Yep. Yes, they're going to blast the guns <laughs> out. Joe's going to be a pervert. Uh, Brown is going to be wildly ridiculous and dim-witted. Cora is going to be incredibly confused and still, like, I'm not going to understand why she even still hangs around our family. And then they're going to (laughs) be brand new people that are somehow her, like, every single one of these movies, Cora has a new child or whatever, like, new kids that we've never seen. Like, it's always, like, I expect all of that. At its core, what you're bringing us together for in its story, that is what can be A different. new story. That's what can be elevated. That's what can be kind of different. And it's not. It's just the same sort of thing of like, okay, like as soon as I see homegirl with her friend, you fucked her husband. Yeah. Okay, next. <laughs> like as soon as I see this one with that one, you're having an affair. Bet next. So it's like, I know what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. So for me, what I got out of it when I watched it was for tried and true... 
uh, Tyler Perry fans, which I think are probably maybe 10 to 15 years older than me plus, um, <laughs> they probably get more out of this than I do. Mm-hmm. It's probably also a decent uh, Netflix and chill moment, you know, anything where you're not really paying attention to the movie. Um, and it did make me laugh a couple of times. My main issue with it, besides the fact that the story was completely surface and it sucked, was the fact... Fe- um, like, what I felt like were true issues for me that stood out. One, the fucking uh, Black Lives Matter protesting. One of the kids is a, a, is cop, a cop thing. That, that had no bearing oh over the story at, at all. all. I would assume that whenever he was writing this, maybe the protests and riots, quote unquote, were more prevalent and uh, relevant than they always are. Um, But it just, to me, had nothing to do with the rest of the... No, not to me. It it, period had nothing to do with the rest of the, the, the story. And I didn't care for a lot of the statements that they were making. The whole, like, oh, you don't fuck with the police until you need something from them. Like, it just... Screamed uncle, auntie to me. And so because that had nothing to do with the rest of the story, that made me want to barf. And then the only other thing that I really wanted to do a backflip over was that (laughs) goddamn... Disney Plus ass transition. <laughs> like those cuts. The transitions were those so cuts where pieces of the next shot would just slide into the scene. They did it like three to four times in the whole movie. Yes. So it always felt out of nowhere. Okay. And then just the tone was like, where's why are we watching Snick? Like when the what yes. is what happened? Yes. So between that and you know. Just the story altogether being more baseless Tyler Perryness. Yeah. I was like, by the time we got to the the Beyonce stuff, I was half asleep. I didn't even care about that part. I was happy it was over. Um, yeah, I could see that. I watched the whole thing, so there's that. And um, mm, mm. you know, God bless the cast and everybody showing up and doing the the best that they. I'm glad could that black people got a check. I'm always yeah, glad that well. I'm, black that people got a check. <laughs> favorite thing about him. But, wow, this was bad. Give and these black people these opportunities. It's kind yes, of man. amazing that Tyler Perry has not, he does not seem to have grown at all in, like, the almost 20 years that I have been watching Tyler Perry stuff. It's like, this is the same thing you put out in, like, 2005, just with a better budget. I actually liked the... um. I got a kick out of the uh, the white lady, the um, the man, the Irish, the, the Irish auntie. Did drag. you? Yeah, it was just something different. The type, the character was someone I haven't seen or heard of before, and was like relatively funny, eating the edibles and getting high. It was like, I guess it was. <laughs> I turned. I didn't it off. hate myself for watching <laughs> it afterwards. I was just like, yeah, another not great Tyler <laughs> movie. <laughs> all right what else (laughs) like it was just really it was it was just so bad i'm sorry it was not good and (laughs) (laughs) i think he is he has made way worse like way worse what like what was way worse is it not all acrimony yes temptation Okay, when um, he goes outside of the Medea universe, that is the only thing worse than Medea. Boom! That's all I'm saying. But what what kind of benchmark is that? <laughs> the one I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm just 
just saying. I'm not saying the movie's sickening, give it its flowers. <laughs> it made me laugh, and he's done way worse. So take that I, and okay. do with it what you Those will. But that whole Medea, that whole mm. I had a dream where I was Beyonce Girl. was like. The Rosa Parks thing, like we've seen this. Okay, no. The Rosa Parks thing was absolutely a bit on one of the plays. Yes. Don't remember which one. Please don't Get tell me because I don't care. Rosa. We've seen don't that. Don't tell me I don't care. But I have not seen it visualized before. Right. So I told you niggas when I saw the trailer for this that there was a bit where you see her back in the like 50s or whatever in black and white. Oh, man. <laughs> and I and was like, I want to see what <laughs> right that was there. about. <laughs> and it happens to be the Rosa Parks bit. Yeah. So then I also was like, oh, okay. He actually did like a visualization of this thing. I'm trying. Like, I'm trying, You are, you are really giving compliments. You are. Because I'm, this is how I genuinely feel. It made me laugh. When Joe said, God, I wish I could remember this line. When he thought that the boys were gay and he went to get up, he said some dumb shit. It was so funny. He was like, God, I can't remember. He said something like, if you, when you go to bed, if the sun rises this fuck I wish I could remember the line he said when you go to bed at night if the sun rises then you something if it has not then you have died and then he just got up and walked away I ruined it but when I tell you <laughs> I don't remember that this shit, line bro it's like the first it's it's very early on in the film like when he's sitting down okay with, um, so I saw it I just with the don't sun and the and light the skin boy roommate. Yeah, and he's just he says something to them, and then he just gets up and walks away. But it was it meant it made no sense, yep. and it was clear that he just said something so that he could leave. Mm-hmm. And that shit actually made me like, I wouldn't say cackle, but I open mouth <laughs> laughed. Okay, I did laugh. Okay, um, and that's like the main joke that I remember getting a kick out, like really getting a kick out of. I didn't laugh at the Cardi B thing. I expected the Cardi B joke. They did it again with WAP, where it's like, oh my God, this song is so... And then of course it's Bam's fault. Like that shit to me, like I knew you were going to like find ways to make fun of um, Gen Z or the, you know, the Zoomers. Yeah. And the kids of today. So I expected the WAPs and all of the Megan jokes and all of that other stuff. But it was when they caught me off guard. That's when you get me mm. to laugh. But okay. ultimately, again, I'm almost so mad bad. that y'all wanted us to watch it yep, so bad. Yep, like, because yep. <laughs> y'all wanted us to watch it because of, I'm certain that most of you wanted us to watch it because of the Beyonce. That must have been it. But that wasn't even part of the, the right. It wasn't even part of the movie. That was it's the end credit. It plays in the credits. So I honestly think y'all lied so that I would watch it so that I would be mad and come be on mad. the show and talk yeah, about it. And be mad. I think y'all deliberately lied to us and that's fucked up. Well, joke's on you. I'm not mad. <laughs> I, I turned it off during the big confrontation slash roommate at the cookout reveal. I said, Tyler, this is just entirely too much for me. I'm sorry, girl. This is I laughed at that too, but that wasn't supposed to be funny. (laughs) (laughs) I laughed because it was stupid. I said, this is just, you know, you've you've tried me, and I simply won't watch no more past this point. Although I probably will go back and look at like the last 20 minutes of it just so 
I can say I finished it, but yeah, y'all lied to me about all that happens after that is Medea goes to everybody who needs to be read and she reads them, and then everybody's like, "Oh, actually, I should do the right thing," and then they do, and everybody goes about their happy business. That's literally the Medea form. That is, I was going to say, that's every Tyler Perry movie climactic thing where everybody hates each other, and then Medea starts sewing and smoking a blunt, and she's like, "You know what, baby?" And then she preaches and she gives them analogies, and then they're like, "Oh my God, Medea, you are so right," and then they get their life together. I mean, okay. I I'm trying to end. On, you want me to tell you what happens? I'm try- I mean, I think you just did, <laughs> but I mean, like specifically. You can. I don't give a shit. Actually, I don't think I remember. <laughs> <laughs> now, doesn't that? I know, say like it the all? Irish auntie. The Irish. Auntie, <laughs> the Irish auntie is like, oh, you can do whatever you want instead of making him go home. It's just too and many things that didn't make sense together. in the plot. But that's that's Tyler Perry's. That's always his problem. It's always a bunch of shit that don't make sense in the plot <laughs> and giant holes and and people saying things and doing things and behaving in a way that doesn't make no sense. Like all the gay jokes them boys sat through and you expect me to believe that at no point neither one of them said, oh, this one is not gay. Really? And it, we all just supposed to be super gagged three quarters of the way through the movie? Girl, please. I knew that the niggas were not a couple when they were in the car at the beginning. And they dabbed each about other up. The first yes, scene the first they were scene. in. I was like, okay, I see what you want me to think. But, but I no, Miss Girl. So because if that got? was his boyfriend, he would have leaned over and kissed him or rubbed kissed back him, his neck held or hands. Dab like Shut at up, no Tyler. point, even when they were <laughs> in private, where they like affectionate no, or right. So anything. like, stop it, like. The fact that and this the fact Irish that Joe auntie, called it so fast, the it was Irish like, auntie no. and the cousin came all the way over from Dublin and somehow the other knew was his mama. No, that was this, you hated this film. Oh wait, I didn't even get that far. Then if that's really his the mama, the white woman that she came that the auntie came with was his mom. He called her cousin. Was she? His mama oh, died. One of us fucked up. No, his mama died before his daddy did, and then he had to move to Ireland to go live with his auntie. That white woman was his cousin. Yes. I thought it was his mama. No. Mm-mm. Probably his mama's cousin, but... <laughs> well, there you go. But no, see, <laughs> I hated it. Nigga, <laughs> you hated it. <laughs> I swear that that was his fucking mama. His mama died? Yeah. <laughs> yes, before his daddy did. Remember in the his car when he was given all this unnecessary backstory that people... Because people don't fucking talk like this. And you no, have to I let the story unfold. I'm, no, I'm just saying, like, this is my issue with Tyler Perry. It doesn't get better. Like, yeah, it gets worse. Yeah. But it never gets all that, better. All that beginning exposition, I was like, yeah, okay, girl. <laughs> 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 Let's get to it. We supposed you to just set Brown on fire. I don't these, know what. First of all, all that gas and lighter fluid and shit Brown put on there, and that was the only fire. And his skin's not melting off or nothing. And at no point does he stop dropping roll. It's camp. It's bad. It's bad. It's just bad. These white hoes came all the way from Ireland and drove exactly to this man's address, talking about how'd you know where I would be? Oh, that's why I was asking all those questions. Sorry, Irish people. I know that's not your accent, but like, did he did he give you the exact? Are we supposed to believe that he gave you the exact fucking address and didn't expect you to show up? Is that what we're supposed to believe? Yeah. This no no. Don't tell me to watch nothing else. From Tyler Perry. Don't do it. I had a great time. I'm just going to go ahead and be honest with you. 
Like, I think this is what, <laughs> I think this is what hate watching is or something because it was like I was I had I enjoyed myself. It was bad. It was bad. It, it was, was bad. It was bad. Thank you. But, but it was but like I sat back just enjoying You didn't how even much... know that that wasn't his mama. Oh well. Like <laughs> as if it had a goddamn bearing over anything. <laughs> Could have been his twin, bitch. It really didn't make no difference to me for anything. And I don't know what the fuck she was doing. The way any of them were doing there. And none of them women was gonna beat the best friend or the ex-husband's ass when they did that shit like that. Come on. Nobody was gonna swing or nothing. Niggas just gonna stand there. That's also there. a common. That's also. I feel like this one. I, it felt like it was based on all of the. Nigga, that's why I said it's like. I know. Literally copy and pasted all them scripts together and said here. They've had a couple before where it's like you need to beat her ass. You need to. You need to beat her ass. And it's like that. The one kid is like, I'm not going to do that. It's fine. I've grown past But not it. even yelling. Guess, Nobody even yelled. Come on now. Come yeah. on now. Like, this is just, like I said, this is not believable. It it's not <laughs> part of the problem. Part of the problem. I am not going to watch that movie. <laughs> but for me, I think just because I haven't looked at anything with Dia or Tyler Perry in so long, it didn't oh, piss me God. off. I literally just kicked back and watched... <laughs> <laughs> it was so Watch bad. it happen. Mm-mm. And I just thought of all of the Tyler Perry movies that I've really, that have genuinely made me upset <laughs> and confused. And this one was just to me like, no. oh, this was just an evening on Netflix. And I think it also helps that, first of all, I had watched Beyonce's Homecoming earlier that morning, mm. not because of this, because I woke up that day and I wanted to watch it. I woke up. And I was just listening to music. Home, uh, One of the songs from the Homecoming album came on shuffle. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I haven't watched that movie in a while. Let me do that. And later that day in my hotel in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I was walking to the elevator. There, I knew that there was an event in the hotel. Oh, because yes. Because the day prior. Oh, yes. <laughs> the day prior, I was coming into the hotel and there was a whole bunch of Mostly white people and blaze hers and lanyards and carry on suitcases. And I was like, oh God, what the fuck kind of goop ass convention are they having in this fucking? <laughs> so then after the film, I went to go get like some food and I was walking to the elevator and another group, similar group, is standing by the elevator. And I was immediately was like, oh, I'm taking the stairs. I'm not going to wait for the elevator. Yeah. I'm not getting on the elevator during the vid with all these people. It's fine. Masks or not. And as I get closer, I noticed that one of them is a particularly humongous black man <laughs> and then <laughs> when i'm real close i notice that that black man is in fact tyler perry Amazing. in town staying in the hotel for the premiere of this same terrible ass movie <laughs> that we just talked about and i'm like what are the bad. odds it was bad that this nigga would be on the floor that i'm on at the elevator that i'm mm. at while I'm, and when I tell you that I twisted my gay ass right by and took them stairs and went on about my um Mm-mm. my daily doings, um, horrible. I cut it off and cut Abbott Elementary on. I mean, well, that's a choice, you know, to to watch <laughs> to something watch good. Taste, taste yep. Out of your mouth. yep, watch something good after you watch. Well, congratulations bad. to the cast. Um, mm-hmm. hope to see you in more things. Gabrielle Dennis, we love killed on it as Black always. Lady Sketch Show. Killed it. I'm such a fan um, of hers. <laughs> She's fantastic. She's good on that other show too. That Netflix show with uh where she plays old boy's baby mama. 
Oh, ooh, 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 ooh. Um, um, ooh, I know it. 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 Um, um, I can't tell you. Is it the Upshaws? Oh, yes. That's it. The Upshaws. I was finna look it up. I was finna look it up. But yes, she's good. on. Oh, you did. Okay. Well, that's all right. I'm still proud of you. You got it before I did. But yeah, she's she's such a talent, and like I said, glad black people got a check. But yes, I love it. Wow, and that was so bad. That was so doing bad. Their jobs, and if and you check IMDb, the sole writer of this movie is Tyler Perry. I'm telling you, completely predictable. Tyler Perry <laughs> was at a business lunch early, and with the 20 minutes before. <laughs> The remaining guests <laughs> arrived. He wrote this movie. He and opened the Scriptomatic app <laughs> and just <laughs> pasted some old scripts together, uploaded it to the cloud, and then when he got I, home, he got started on production. I fucking knew that this was a, this white Irish character was already existing. I knew that this was a character that was there was no way that character and the actor who played that Irish woman was so decided and comfortable in that role. I was it was better in drag than Tyler was. There, like I'm not gagged at all. There's some show on in BBC Scotland that that actor does the same character and they oh, do like a crossover. Okay. Between this one and Medea. I would have never known. I knew it. I, I knew that thought... that was not developed for this film. <laughs> I definitely thought he just <laughs> found two white people and was like, here y'all go. I was like, nah, my nigga, you've done this character before somewhere on something I've never seen. Oh, and that just man. Well, I'm sure time. that Medea will be back probably on Netflix again because I'm sure they gave Tyler a big, big bag for this. <laughs> Um, oh, and although it seems to have had a $20 million budget, I'm sure he still cashed in. It says that on Wikipedia. Don't look at me crazy. You can Google it yourself. Now that's about it for hot tubs. What? That had to be 15 million salaries. <laughs> you didn't have to pay no writers. Well, most of the sickening, um, legendary black women that he would have in the, in these films are dead. You know what? But the whole production, you know, that there was certainly an extensive crew involved. That's what I said. This is the same Tyler Perry shit with a with a budget. That's all it is. Yeah. The, oh, it looks it looks glossier. The content has not grown. The wigs are better. Praise God for Ooh, that. Oh, wigs. Yes. Yep. Yep. Tyler finally decided everybody else can have a good wig, and he can't be on, the only bitch in a sickening ass <laughs> lace front. He decided everybody else gets to have a realistic hairline now. Oh. We are bugging. Are we? That that fucking Beyonce Medea wig. Okay, well. <laughs> they probably spent a good chunk of that change just trying to recreate Homecoming. <laughs> Even though he absolutely did it in the parking lot of Tyler Perry's I would say the, the wig came from his personal collection anyway, so... I don't even think they had to come out of budget for that. Tyler just had that. That's just a Thursday. There's no way that Tyler had a 52-inch silver There's no way he didn't. And is just There's no way he didn't. And is just premiering it. 
That's a lie. There's no way that he would have had that wig just sitting on standby and just now showed it to us. No, girl. No, he showed he it to the girls. He went out and had that shit farm grown <laughs> just like Beyonce does her wigs. Free range right off of the farm. And that's exactly mm-hmm. how it happened. Okay. Colored and styled by All the right. one and only. All right. Kim Kimball <laughs> did it. I was going to say Kim Kimball, but you know. <laughs> Absolutely you know not. She did not. But it was a nice wig. So congratulations to the people in jobs over there. All we have to do, all we have to do, my nigga, because all of the pieces are in play. Black actors, production design, wiggery when the budget is on point. All we have to do is get somebody else to write. That's all we have to do. That's all we have to do. I, and or I guarantee, even just a script supervisor. Even just somebody to come in and be like, let's talk about the things here that don't make no sense. Like, even just some co-writers. I'm not even saying kick Tyler out of the room, but please let somebody else look at this. I don't think Tyler needs to be in the room. But <laughs> I think that, you know, he can absolutely consult through email and stuff. I'm just interested oh, in seeing so what bad. that would give. It's so, so, it's so bad. That man has all of the money. Yep. Doing exactly what we're talking about. I have to stop watching these. I do. I have to stop watching them because they don't get better. Tyler Perry doesn't grow as a creator, sad to say. Yeah, y'all should have gave up the one I did. I ain't watched one of these goddamn things. (gasps) No, mm mm-mm. Well, girlies, Showed thanks for the suggestion. <laughs> I no, had fuck a y'all, because y'all lied to us. Y'all lied to us on purpose. Y'all did it no. on purpose. Nobody lied to me. Most people told me that they hated it. Oh, no. And one person told me that she liked it, which she's allowed to do. So No, niggas told me it was good. They didn't say they liked it. They said it was good. No. <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what you thought was good about it. But everyone is entitled. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And, um, to their opinions. God bless yep. That's everyone. And I'm randomly scrolling down this feed and I just saw Method Man and. Oh, happy I birthday to him. Don't stop doing this. Yama. <laughs> what an absolutely. Just gorgeous. <laughs> gorgeous individual. Damn, he is fine. It just makes no sense. I've always thought Method Man was fine since I don't even mm-hmm. know how old. But with age. Wow, my God. <laughs> I'm soaked. He just gets... <laughs> <laughs> he truly just... Didn't he say he stopped drinking like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, something like that? He was like, it's time to take care of myself. I'm like, yeah. And we see it. And you have done it. And it's all, all of it is paying off. God damn. I hope his wife carries a mean Glock. You know she does. Like, you know she tired of hoes. us. Are not gonna play in her face. The hoes have been doing it for way too long. Them people have been married for twenty years, and y'all still Forever. thirsting. <laughs> she might be like I, and I will still cut you. <laughs> I know that's right. That's it for the hot tops. We're gonna take a break and read your letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my 
for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts okay y'all welcome back it's time now to read your letters yes it is send your questions to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show uh, we have a quick question here from keisha who wants to know if you play horizon forbidden west do you know what that is it's a brand new game sequel to a game called horizon zero dawn mm. Very beautiful game. Probably one of the best-looking games on the PlayStation 5 right now. I've barely had time to play. I've been really, really busy with work and stuff, but I am playing it. It's gorgeous. Um, And, yeah, hopefully I will be able to get into it more soon. Okay. Um, Because she mentioned that Angela Bassett voices one of the villains. You knew that Mm -hmm. part? Okay. So I was about to say, I hope that's not a spoiler, but... I was like, damn, maybe I want to play this game if Angela Bassett is in this shit. But it's probably murder. Um, it's probably shooting. No. It's like, um... <laughs> what the fuck are you back there doing? <laughs> Link said, bitch, I'm making my... I do. I hear her. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Sit your black ass down. <laughs> Horizon is about like basically like the world came to the, to an end uh because of like a robot apocalypse and mm. um it's like a post-apocalyptic world hundreds and hundreds of years maybe thousands of years into the future where humanity has basically been reborn if I say how, it'd be spoilers of the first one, I think. But basically, humanity lives in a world populated by a bunch of robots that look like animals and dinosaurs and stuff. Mm. And you play a character named Aloy that is trying to figure out why and help save the world from another apocalypse. So there's not really, like, blood and violence, because most of the things you're fighting are robots. 
big got you robot dinosaurs and birds and stuff it's really fun but um okay yeah i did find out that angela bassett voices one of the villains in this one which is really exciting so it's just i was already gonna play it but that just made me even more hype i'm loving black representation and voice acting and mocap mm-hmm. for video games lately because deborah wilson <gasps> i've mentioned it but deborah wilson is like video game queen that lady is in Everything. Oh, good. I'm glad. I am she's so glad to hear so that. She's in so many video games. Like, so many. She's in a video game coming out in May that I'm really excited about called Forspoken. Um, but she's been in so many. She was in Star Wars game recently, Wolfenstein. I can't even... Like, she's been in a million things. She's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I might play that i don't know we'll see uh school I is i was a school is a lot right now but um <laughs> okay uh thanks keisha for that a uh, little quick question we have one here from gretchen who says my birthday is in a few days and i had plans on getting a mani petty and going day drinking with my husband a few days ago we found out that his baby sister passed the service is on my birthday and now my husband wants me to go to the funeral with him My husband and I have been together for 11 years, and I can count on my hands how many times I've seen this sister. My husband's dad is one of them future type niggas who has a bunch of kids in a bunch of different households. And this was one of the siblings that my husband was never really close to, but was trying to form a better relationship with. Is it trash that I don't really want to go to this funeral with him? Honestly, I was planning to just send flowers and maybe some condolences, but I just don't want to go. I really don't think I can handle all this, especially on a day that I'm look- where I'm looking forward to turning up. I feel trash and I feel very guilty. I want to be there for my husband, but I also want to enjoy my day. And I know that this funeral would ruin my mood. What would you guys do in this situation? Am I being selfish? Please help. Thanks, Gretchen. Um, I don't think that it's trash. I do think it's selfish. Um, thing about it is being selfish isn't always a bad thing. Um, true. So, Very true. I think in this situation, your husband, like, I get that it's like, it sounds like you're trying to, um, what's the word? <clears throat> Not loopholes, but it sounds like you're trying to just, like, find tiny excuses mm-hmm. and little, like, things to explain your way out of this because ultimately uh funerals are rarely a good time yeah and you want to have a good time on your birthday i think though just me personally i would probably go to this funeral to support my husband especially since you're saying that although they weren't close, he wanted to be close or he was trying to have a closer relationship with him. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine that that sucks. It's a baby sister. It's someone younger than him. That probably also is a factor. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. The sister didn't die. The sister's baby died. Oh, the sister's baby died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I misspoke. Sorry. Oh. The sister's still alive, but her baby passed. Oh, that sucks even more. Yeah, baby I mean, funerals well, are both. sadder. <laughs> That's it. Would be sad regardless. Baby yes, funerals like, are the worst. That's super tragic. They are the worst. Oh my god, they are awful. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> now I super get why you don't want to go. 
Um, yeah, man. I think that, like, if I could handle it emotionally, which it doesn't sound like you can't. It yeah. sounds like you just don't want a downer. Uh, if I could handle it emotionally, I think I would go to be supportive of my husband specifically, but also to show face for the family um, and just try to be there. Because, like... That's your birthday, yes. But mm-hmm. you don't have to celebrate your birthday on your birthday. Hear me out. I know. I get it. <laughs> oh, Link is so cute. But you don't have to do it then. Like, yeah. this year you could try to plan um, and maybe even help, you know, rope your husband in to help you. Like, um, since we're going to be doing, we're going to the funeral uh could we do x y and z the following weekend or you know maybe he can help when yeah time allows it and everyone is in a better place help you to like plan an alternative because it happens like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is something again that you could like excuse yourself from i think if you wanted to but it's not to say that you wouldn't or couldn't have a future birthday where you'd have to do something on a different damn day just because of the way that life works itself out so again me i'd probably go and just try to celebrate at on a different day there's people out here who celebrate their birthday for an entire month for the whole month yeah of their birthday and expect their whole friend group and (laughs) all their family to do it with them (laughs) yeah Girl, I'm going to work. <laughs> there are niggas who'll be like, no every weekend is mine. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. So if the girls can be out here claiming every goddamn weekend in May as theirs, yeah. then I think that you can just go ahead, uh, support the family on this one, and then celebrate your birthday on a different day this year. That's what I would do. Yeah, I... um. I really see why you don't want to go. I've been to a funeral for an infant before, and it was the most heartbreaking shit of my life. Um, But if your only plans were, like, to go day drinking with your husband, who now is no longer available to do that with you, then, I mean, I agree with Kid Fury. You can celebrate your birthday whenever you don't have to do it on that day. If you don't, if you feel like, you know, for real, this is going to fuck up my mood and I just can't handle that right now, then don't go. Like, I think you have every right yeah. to not go. Um, but it's kind of like your birthday is ruined anyway. <laughs> like the actual day of it, that day is going to be a funeral for a baby and your husband is going to be there. So like your plans, Period. your plans are ruined so it's like, what are you, you going to have to make the best of the situation from there? So if I were you, I was in these shoes. Um, I would either, you know, go to support my husband and his family. Um, I would pack an edible. I would definitely be high as shit throughout that whole uh, ceremony, all of that. Be I would be high. Oh, no, I would be high as shit. Because when I tell you heartbreaking, but... um. Yeah, and then I and then I would plan for me and my man to go out and and you know do something big and have fun, you know maybe take a whole weekend instead of just one day of drinking. We day drinking for two or three days because you know we turning up now because I didn't make sacrifices like maybe something like that. But this is just one of those things where you know it's not like anybody wants to mess up your birthday, but this has happened, and so 
Yeah, I, I I mean, I don't know. I probably wouldn't go. I might not actually go to the funeral, but either way, it's a wash on my birthday. I might just get a mani-pedi and, you know, go home and <laughs> hell, watch Tyler Perry movies or something. If you just oh. want to be in a bad mood at home, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sorry that this has happened, but I don't see... you. Can, it's not like you can force him to not go or... To celebrate your birthday. Right. I wouldn't even bring that up. I wouldn't even bring that up. But, like, do you want to go get lit by yourself instead? Like, what are the, what's the alternative here, sis? I think, I totally agree. Like, if you don't have the emotional bandwidth to do it, like, you really don't, birthday or not, don't. You know, like, don't do it. Right. Um, But if you can and you simply just don't want to do it on your birthday... I would say yes, it's a little selfish and see if you can put that to the side to be a support system. For your husband. For your husband. I would think of this as like, you know, this is right. This is a thing you do because we have pledged our lives together and signed a Mm -hmm. contract and I love you and and this is shit. And so this is on my birthday, but I'm going to support my husband anyway. Um, right. But that's hard. So sorry and good luck to you and your husband, Gretchen, as y'all work that out. Our next letter comes from Cadence, who says, My husband and I were lucky enough to buy a home in our city a few years ago and managed to snag a cute little townhouse with an unfinished basement. We had to save aggressively and didn't get much help from our family, so we were lucky to find this house. Though I've been DIYing my ass off the last three years, there are some things that I just cannot afford to do, like renovate the basement. Right now, it's a dark-ass dungeon, but with the help of a contractor, it can be really it can really be transformed into a usable space. My brother-in-law is a general contractor and a very good one. He did an estimate of the work that needed to be done, and it was damn near double what we anticipated. I decided to reach out and get other estimates, and several of the contractors came in for a lower price than my brother-in-law. If I can get the same work done for half the price, I can think of a million other things we could do with that other money. Would I be an asshole to go with another contractor who charges less over my own family? To be fair, they watch our two-year-old son whenever we ask and are always there to lend a hand, but that contractor, quote, is pretty steep. I asked two of my colleagues what they would do in this situation, and they gave me their opinions, but they're white, so I decided to ask y'all what would you do in this situation? <laughs> They're white, so I decided to add complete strangers. <laughs> I decided Negro strangers would be better. Thanks, Cadence. Would you be an asshole? I wouldn't say that. I don't think you'd be an asshole for saving money. Yeah. During economic crisis, pandemic. Mm-hmm. The world yeah, collapsing. You would, you would be an asshole for that at all. I don't know. It's one of those things that's like you got to know who you're dealing with. Are they going to understand? Are they going to be able to respect that? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and how badly do you? I don't even think it's a question of how badly do you need. How badly does anybody need extra money? Bitch, I don't think it matters. <laughs> right. I, I think it's um I think you got to be careful here with contractors <laughs> because a lot of times you get what you pay for and True. people who are quoting you at like half the price of your brother-in-law might be the type to <laughs> uh find a reason to take forever or not have enough niggas working on your stuff or 
not come through with materials like they're supposed to or wreck something else while they renovate your basement. Like, I think the first thing I would do is make sure like you said, your brother in law is a good contractor. But like, yeah, I I, I would make sure that these other people, you're not going to be saving money just to have a giant headache and then end up spending more money to have another contractor come in and fix what they fucked up. So that's the first thing. Like your brother-in-law might be almost twice as much because that's what a good, that's what good work done in a timely manner would cost. Uh, But you know, if everybody is just an A plus contractor and you think your brother-in-law is like trying to fleece you or something, then no, it's not, you wouldn't be an asshole to be like, we simply can't afford you. We had to go with somebody else. And if you explain it like that um, and he's a reasonable person and he'll probably understand and not like be. I can't imagine somebody being mad at you because their fee is, you know, outside of what would be comfortable for you to afford. But I just have heard too many contractor horror stories to be like, oh, yeah, girl, go with the cheap people automatically because. Baby, when I tell you the last thing you want is to be upside down in your own house for weeks or months on end because somebody lied to you about what they could do and how quickly they could do it. So, yeah, I think I would just break it down like that. Real simple. We can't afford this, but make sure you know what you're doing before you tell them no, because you might regret it. So. I agree. Okay. Um, Thanks, Cadence. Let's move on. We have. Okay, we have a letter here from Lilith who says, my man and I have been in an open relationship for... a demon's name? Is it? Lilith? Lilith, yeah. I'm certain that's the name of a demon. Damn, I just made it up, but okay. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a... I don't fucking care. Go ahead. Lilith on Fraser was a demon. (laughs) Well, Lilith in in general is probably a demon. (laughs) Uh, my man and I have been in an open relationship for five years and I can easily say that I've had the most fun <laughs> in my life with my partner. However, right now I'm dealing with an oh, internal struggle. You? They have. have the most fun. They are having so much fun. Since we're in an open relationship, I can casually oh, hook that's up. Why. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what she said. First sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I casually hook up with women and have had a few consistent friends with benefits situations. I love being able to meet and experience different people, and I would consider myself a kink aware, sex positive person. The problem is that I no longer want to fuck my man. I've always been aware of my sexuality growing up and I am openly queer, but I still tended to date men admittedly as a way to conform to societal expectations. Every time I get out of hetero relationships, I tell myself to stop dating these niggas, but here I am anyway. I genuinely love my partner, but I just can't stand having sex with him anymore. We've had conversations about intimacy, trauma, and my lack of reciprocation, and we decided that I would initiate sex when I'm ready, but sometimes that's every three to four weeks. I encourage him to seek out others, again, because we're in an open relationship, but he's too lazy to go out and meet people. So now I'm feeling this growing pressure to meet his sexual needs, even though he has the option to go elsewhere. What would y'all do in this situation? Please help. Thanks, Lilith. Separate? The way I would never... I don't think an open relationship is for me anyway, but... Damn, you. Just, it's time to break up. 
clearly you don't want to have sex with him. He's mm. not going out of his way to have any sex with anybody else. Yeah. And so now you feel this responsibility to like help him through the sex he's lacking because you don't want to fuck him. Mm. And you're having sex every three to four weeks and going through it. Like, girl, I thought the whole point of open relationship or like the success in it is being on the same page and mm. having like an equal footing in what's going on. You know what I mean? Like if you're having sex with other people, but he's not having sex with other people, you would open relationship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't, <laughs> but maybe right. not. I don't know that I've ever been in an open relationship before. So maybe I'm completely wrong, but it sounds to me like you have the opportunity to go ahead and separate with this person and maybe stand by what you say that you want or what you say that you don't want. Sounds like you're far more uh, sexually stimulated by women uh, and you need to go ahead and invest more and time that. in that. Yeah. Stop wasting uh, these <laughs> niggas' time. Um, I think that... I actually would not. My My first... Uh, instinct is not to break up with him. If y'all are so happy and y'all have so much fun and y'all are so in love, but you only want dick once a month and he don't have a problem with that, then I don't see why y'all can't just keep going with things as they are. Like, if it's an issue for him that you only want to fuck every three to four weeks, then, you know, okay, that would be something else. But you, I feel like you've made it clear. Like, y'all came to an agreement that you would initiate when you were ready. And you said he's too lazy to go out and meet people. So, to me, that means he don't want pussy that bad. To well, me, that means pussy once a month is working just fine for him. Because if it's not, he could go out and get some. So, like, I just, I've, <laughs> I don't. But then what's the point? I mean, this is this is niggas in open relationships. This is you have multiple relationships with multiple people. If the two of you are still happy, if both of y'all are happy having sex with the frequency that you do, then who is anybody else to say that you wrong for it? But clearly not, because if they were, then why the fuck are you writing in the letter to us? You clearly have concerns and things of that nature. Like, if it's not a problem for him and it's clearly not a problem for him, then why are you writing us? So maybe it's that you feel like you should be wanting him more. Like, okay, so, okay. So I think I think I figured it out here. If you are, like, disgusted by the dick and you have to, like, work up the nerve to sleep with him, then, she yes, doesn't want to have sex you need to break up with all. him. But if it's just that, you know, every now and then you feel like having some dick but not consistently, then I would just be like, okay, I don't see I don't see why y'all can't just keep going with things as they are. But she if you're, said she don't want to fuck him. Right. But then she also says sometimes it's three to four weeks apart that she initiates sex. So, like... But it sounds like she does so out of obligation, which, Which is, like, is, so in that case, I agree. It's time for y'all to break up because fucking a nigga because you feel like you have to is not the move at all. At all. At all. At all. But I I don't know. When you say you initiate sex, I just read that as you initiate sex because you want some, not because you feel like you have to. But, like, no, I don't even... I read it as I'm in the mood today, like... Maybe I had a really good workout or like something. housewives really put me in a good mood. To this, like something to where she's like, oh, okay, girl, you can have some tonight. Like I didn't okay, read yeah, that as no. I wanted some dick. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, no. In that case, it's, 
it's yeah you might as well go on and leave him even though you love him so much and y'all have so much fun because you're simply not fulfilled at, with this person and he deserves somebody who wants all of him or maybe take a break I mean maybe do you even need a break when you're in a in an open relationship. I th- what I'm saying is like maybe like se- no, just break up because it's like I think the only reason I even landed on break, I don't even ever believe in that. But I think that like if you do have really have fun together and you really love this person, then maybe you can be friends. So maybe you like if that's possible, then you separate. Mm-hmm. You know, you take your time apart from each other. And then maybe y'all could be homies in the future. Because, again, it sounds like, based on your wording, (laughs) you're not trying to fuck with these niggas. No way. It It does sound like that. Maybe you need some time to yourself to really get in touch with the queerness in in you. Mm. And, you know, there might be, and I don't like to open doors that don't need to be open, even a crack. I don't like, I don't even want to have a doggy door in that bitch. If it needs to be shut, it's shut. But maybe you and all of your full-on gayness can come forward and be friends with this nigga with no expectations, no anything maybe. on the side, because you'll have a better understanding of who you are, who he is, who each other, and all of that. And then y'all could just have fun no strings attached and just be friends and talk about the sex that you do have separate of each other and things of that nature. But what's going on right now sounds like a whole bunch of I'm doing this because that's my man and I'm supposed to and I don't want to lose him because I love him and that's not the tea. That's yeah. not for nobody. It's right. Exactly. Except for the man because they don't know no better. <laughs> he deserves somebody who actually wants him. You deserve somebody that you actually desire. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I would just say no matter what, if you... If you feel disgusted at the thought of sleeping with this man, break up with him. I don't care how much you love him. Break up with him because that ain't it. That's just not it. (laughs) There's no amount. Like you can have the most cute, cutesy ass, loving, respectful relationship. If you're not sexually attracted to him, you don't want to fuck him. And and y'all are not in like a, you know, no sex type of relationship. Then it's time to leave. It's time to leave. If you release a heavy sigh at the thought. I fucking this right. Man. You just like Ugh. it's time to walk away. If you just if it time comes and you just be like <sighs> right, no, no, like that's not sad. You're that's thinking just, about that's pussy not trying to sex. gas yourself up. Please, no, <laughs> no, please, Lilith. <laughs> that's a couple decades into a marriage. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, girl. Um, and even then, bitch, we need to go and talk to somebody because I want to be turned on. Yeah. That's never okay. I'm saying, like, you have them obligations when you are an old-ass couple. Yeah. Pearl wedding, whatever the fuck. That's when you're like, okay, I don't want to lose this nigga. I don't want to lose her. What do we do? Yeah. You're having a rock star-ass open relationship out here, cunnilingus to the ceiling, and then you're <laughs> wor- worried about what this to nigga the bitch. ceiling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry, girl. Sexual chemistry is important to everybody except, really? like, them asexual niggas. They probably the only ones that don't care. Everybody else care. So... <laughs> Uh, good luck. It matters. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, sister. <laughs> it's not like the 30s or whatever when you <laughs> just felt like you just lay down under the sheets and, and let him do his for business. It to be over, <laughs> right? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> like, and if, you know, I'm putting myself in his shoes. I want somebody who desires me. 
I want yeah. somebody who's like, I cannot wait to fuck you. Not, girl, maybe you can in, be a good actor. Maybe in a fortnight. Like, oh no, what? <laughs> in a what? <laughs> we playing Fortnite? No, bitch, no, in a bitch. Fortnite. At the next full moon. <laughs> That's a real word? Yes. <laughs> what? You know what? I just decided. I'm leaving. <laughs> the next time the cock crows. That's when I'll be ready. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> know what that means. You know it, y'all niggas. Anyways. Okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Have the conversation, but it might be time to go on and leave, which is difficult, but, you know, necessary. Um, should we do one more or should we leave it there? I'm great at leaving it right there okay, where she is. Okay, let's wrap up the letters. If you have one for us, send it to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to take one more quick break and then come back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, folks, we're back and it is now time for the read. It is. Go ahead. Okay, so I just have two quick things to say. First of all, to Estee Lauder executive John Dempsey, who was fired over um, (laughs) the absolute dumbest thing. Um, So John Dempsey posted a meme on Instagram. Have you seen this? Oh, okay. I was, this sounded familiar and it just hit me. I remember what happened. It's a meme that uh, I'm almost certain a white person made because it is just that bad. Has to be. But um, Big Bird is wearing a mask in it. It's like a cover of a Sesame Street book. Odd because Big Bird doesn't have ears, but fine. And the title of this book is My Nigga Snuffy Done Got the Rona at a Chingy Concert. And I just... (laughs) Now... (laughs) (laughs) Now, um... (laughs) As stupid as this is, and as much as I... And it's 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 very dumb. And as much as I can't understand why he would have posted it, his explanation is even worse. Because (laughs) he typed up all this shit talking about how he was so sorry and so ashamed and just could not express all his remorse and sorrow and didn't look at it good before he posted it, carelessly reposted it without reading it. Girl, you posted the meme without reading it? Reading is how memes... You read... 
So you tr- you trying to tell me that you, a grown ass man, just posted what you thought was a picture of Big Bird in a mask? You and, have to read and it. Snuffle for it up to against work. in the in a bed. Why would you post that? Otherwise, if you didn't Why read did... the words, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's how it work you have to read it baby baby did you go to the jason lee school of instagram because this is sounding like a jason lee explanation to your girl what you should have said was i thought i posted this on close friends and i did not um and my bad that i am now giving up my nine million plus dollar salary because estee lauder done booted the fuck out of me and that is it 31 year career. I won't say down the drain because Lord knows white people get second, third, fifth, 100th chances. But wow, how goddamn stupid can you be? This is just careless. This is just careless. Very dumb. And then to be like, oh, well, I didn't read it and I just carelessly reposted it. You're in the habit of posting things you haven't read first? Are you kidding? Are you like one of those bot accounts that just posts, reposts memes? follows what or something to, what, that's, I, that's probably it just doesn't a thing. make sense it just doesn't make sense i just feel like i'm coming up with really great excuses and the girls are not so <laughs> obviously i need to be a publicist <laughs> listen because you you had to have come up with that on your own but if you if, i'm sorry if you were making millions of dollars a year and can't be bothered to read the things you post to instagram you don't deserve that job give that job to somebody <laughs> who will read things first you don't read, nigga. <sighs> what does it have to do with it? This was on his personal account? hmm Jay Dempsey. <laughs> and he just posted it just for shits just, and gigs? Just, just because, you know, he likes the image of Snuffleupagus in the bed with a thermometer in his mouth and Big Bird with a mask on. And a Chingy concert? Why people are so random and stupid? This is dumb. <laughs> Dude, I think Chingy made a statement. <laughs> Which I he said, so I, I'm not, discussed. right. I said, I'm not finna. Chingy is just so happy. Y'all got him trending. I'm not even finna dive deep into that because it won't be too yeah. long bo- before he says something where I'm gonna be like, uh, no, stop. So <laughs> I left it alone. But girl, you deserved every bit of that firing. I hope you didn't get a severance or nothing because how fucking stupid. And speaking of stupid, the New York fucking Times. What did they do this time? Today they pissed off our goddess, Serena Williams. <laughs> Um, oh God, why? Uh, Serena Williams raised $111 million for her, uh, work. right. Okay. So first of all, work, but, um, her venture capital firm, Serena Ventures, uh, mm. yeah, raised $111 million. Um, now, first of all, I took issue with the fact that the headline, this is the print edition, by the way, of the Times, not the digital. Digital. The headline says, Tennis Stars Venture Firm has raised $111 million. <laughs> As Don't if Serena Williams is not a notable enough name <laughs> to be in the headline. So I was mad as soon as I saw that. Fuck? I was mad as soon as I saw that. But it gets Wait, worse. It just says that? Tennis Stars Tennis what? Stars Venture Firm has raised $111 million. That's the headline. As She's a household name. Serena Williams is like one of the biggest athletes on the planet. Why is it? But it gets worse because you know when they do these stories and they put like a little picture of whoever they're talking about. It, no. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Oh my God. 
Yes. No, oh my God. Yes. They they don't work there anymore. Yes. Who was it? What did they do for a living? Now? They um inserted a photo of somebody who is not Serena Williams. How? 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 <laughs> oh my God. How? This is the business section of the New York Goddamn Shut Times. The fuck up. This is not Euphoria High School has better journalists than this. This they so they posted instead a picture of Venus Williams, who is Serena's sister, but not Serena herself. And then when Serena posted it on Twitter, they replied to her and said, This was our mistake. It was due to an error when selecting photos for the print edition, and it did not appear online. A correction will appear in tomorrow's paper. You know what I wait. Yeah, that's the whole, that's their whole response. So first of all, we know it was an error, girl. Um, yeah. So <laughs> to say it was due to an error when selecting photos for the print edition doesn't explain anything. It was obviously an error in selecting photos for the print edition. The question yeah, is, how did the goddamn New York Times get to that point? How many people saw this and we're like, yep, cleared the print. Yep, cleared the print. Nobody said, wait a minute. I think we've got the wrong nigger. <laughs> Nobody? None of y'all wow. can tell Venus and Serena apart. <laughs> I mean, they look uh, similar, but I've but never struggled with, with you knowing should which still, one's which. And, and you are a goddamn <laughs> newspaper. I can tell T and Samara apart. <laughs> so, honey. Same. <laughs> like, same. Like, this wouldn't have happened to me. You are. You're not even just a newspaper. You're supposed to be the newspaper. Like, the newspaper. You're supposed to be that girl. In the business section. (laughs) Not even in, like, entertainment and bullshit. This is in business. Tennis star. Not to mention, Jesus. There's no apology anywhere in here. Emmanuel Christ. There's no apology anywhere in this response. It's just, oh yeah, disgusting. Our bad. We ran the wrong photo, and uh, we'll we'll apologize. We'll correct it in the next one, and we'll make sure we upload the right one in the digital edition. Bitch, this is Serena fucking Williams y'all are playing with. Who is working over there? Monkeys. Middle school children would do a better job than this. No, because monkeys can tell us apart. Y'all ought to be fucking ashamed. The New York goddamn Times. Again, the Jason Lee School of Journalism. (laughs) I just can't believe that they wouldn't have. Like, even the, like, because white people be be playing with photos of us all of the time. Like, white people famously mixed up Oprah and Whoopi Goldberg and, like, like, every single Every single award season, major red carpet, there's some black person that has been famous literally like for 30, 40 plus years that they're like, it'll be fucking like. Alfred Woodard and they'll call her like Megan the Stallion or yep. something. Yep. It's it is so like them using her sister's picture doesn't even gag me as fucking ridiculous and unacceptable as it is. But like you couldn't tennis put her star. Name. tennis star. Like she's just some bitch on the rise and not that girl for like the past 25 years. Stop playing with her. Okay. Stop playing with us. <laughs> Because had it been some white man, I'm sure y'all would have stuck at least his last name up there. 
You couldn't put Serena Williams venture firm has raised $111 million. Like, really? If it was a white man, they also would have apologized if they did fuck up. It's just, it's really wild how you can be like the most successful bitch in the world and still journalism will not respect you. I'm fucking done. The New York Times has been on a decline for a long time. <laughs> they kind of have, yeah. But wow, girl, y'all really that one's that's kind of like them just from a journalistic standpoint would have done better than this. This just don't make no sense. <laughs> just from a journalistic exactly, standpoint, exactly. Like your headline is not really giving me anything. Nope. And then the picture is wrong. Hell, what did you write? What did, right? Did what is anything in it accurate? <laughs> like, are there no? Is there nobody working over there? Y'all just doing whatever, just throwing shit together. That's crazy. I'm done. I hear nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that early on Serena's Twitter and said, "Girl, let me screenshot this because I know you fucking lying." Oh, I have work tonight. I so know. These... Right. I said, "Thank you, girl." I needed somebody to cut. Chris said, "Say less." I said, "Thank you, girl." You ain't got to worry about me. Woo! A mess, child. Fuck the times. I'm done. That is so stupid. Okay, so I have two quick things as well. One, I would like to... Last week, I had a read for Lexi Howard and her rancid-ass play. This week, I have a read for Cassie. (gasps) What? For making me root for the damn play. (laughs) (laughs) It was iconic! (laughs) This fucking crazy It was iconic. (laughs) Walked her spoiled ass up on that stage and showed out. And the thing is, I couldn't... Some of the things she said, I didn't even disagree with. She said some of the shit I used to say. Like, what gives you the right to come up here, humiliate the fuck out of people, tell their goddamn business and all that for the sake of entertainment? Not to mention, y'all don't even see or hear her talking to people crazy backstage. (laughs) It was so good. I'm sorry. Like she's fucking Barbara Streisand or something. It was when so she good. went up there and showed her natural ass, talking yeah. about she's a villain. First of all, Mama, don't nobody give a. Fu- I don't know why nobody to this point has said we don't give a fuck that Maddie and that fucking crazy white boy were not together when y'all started <laughs> fucking. That doesn't matter, dummy. That's your best friend. friend's ex. Right. Period. Right. There's some shit you just don't, don't do. do. Stop telling your mama, your sister, your cousin, the school that they weren't together we don't give a fuck and that's why queen maddie perez cold cocked your ass and bashed <laughs> your motherfucking face against the school and how about i truly they really were having this play at the school it was so good i'm sorry Where that, are they? that moment was amazing everybody was pissed at cassie but i got my fucking life I was like, now I have to root for the goddamn play because you coming up here showing your motherfucking ass and embarrassing the goddamn girl. Oh, God, yes. Maddie, no! Oh, girl. <laughs> she gonna be like, Maddie, Maddie said, said I'm oh, ass this today. bitch needs to be put down. <laughs> Went up there, took her shoes off, and got to swinging. And that's when Ooh. I was like, oh, we have a finale on our motherfucking When hands. she asked Lexi where she got all these knockoffs, <laughs> She was really, the, and then Y'all you know another thing. I was appreciating it. I was I was Jules in the audience getting my goddamn life. It was everything. 
I think that, um, (laughs) I think another part of the reason why I ended up appreciating the play and I have to take back what I said is because it, and this is not Lexi's fault. (laughs) This ain't got nothing to do with her, but it's, it was really crucial for the development of pretty much all of the characters. Mm. Um, and them seeing themselves uh, on stage, particularly Rue, and Rue is the most, or Rue was the most, uh, I think, aware of it and yeah. spoke about it the most. But it really gave us the opportunity for the a lot of them to crack. Literally yeah. all of them. Yeah. Um, I think got something necessary out of watching the play and I appreciated it for that. Obviously, it looked spectacular and all of that stuff, but mm-hmm. that to me, I'm not giving to her because I still don't understand how. <laughs> Where the fuck did they get the budget from? Who the fuck? What school do they go to? Did, did, are we imagining that this is where Blue Ivy graduated? Yeah, like, what school is this? It's gotta be a private. East Highland has to be private because how? 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 What where high did, school where? has that revolving stage shit? That's some Hamilton shit. How do you like, I've that? never seen no <laughs> shit like this in my ever living living days. Like, no, man. it was just, no. but anyway, this is for shits and giggles. I think Lexi is great. The whole show is fantastic. My favorite, 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 favorite character is Bobby. Veronica Taylor, <laughs> the girl who played Lexi's like, I don't know if it's a stagehand or assistant. Oh, yeah. With the like, she was like the stage manager. Voice. She was like running the stage the play. manager. Yeah. Yes, that girl. I need her promoted next season yeah. because with like, her little baby voice. <laughs> oh, she's so great, so cute. And whenever she would like say something just lethal in that voice, yeah, fuck up <laughs> backstage. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I need more. Please yeah, give great. me more of that character. And she got Lexi um, back out there. Lexi was finna. Yes, fall she apart. did. <laughs> she gave her that amazing little moment in that speech. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be worse. It could have been boring. Which is true. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't even know why you mad. Because me and Jules thought it was the play of the century. <laughs> it was sickening. <laughs> it was incredible. <laughs> that would have been the moment where I would have turned to whoever clearly dragged me to this play and been like, I'm not mad no more. <laughs> like, when Maddie started that... hollering back at the actors and then the other girl in the audience was like, wait a minute, she fucked him? Why? I was like, Everything <laughs> because she's a fucking <laughs> I was like yes Maddie you have been holding this back yes. for so long and I feel like it's out of Ooh. legit love and disappointment for this Everything. bitch like you really loved this girl man as a friend and you're disappointed you're hurt and you've been holding that shit back the nerve of this bitch to get up on this goddamn stage <laughs> and act the fool knowing yep. how she was at. And it wasn't until Cassie started trying to get, like, violent yeah. and jump on the girl who played her that Maddie was like, oh, no. No, no, no. Since we're fighting, let's fight. <laughs> I've been Woo. waiting and when they mama, for this moment. When Lexi and Cassie mama went on stage... <laughs> I was please. please. First of all, she loved that drunk ass portrayal of herself. She, she, <laughs> she was having a she got blast. Her face Where are you? Where are you? Oh, you got me so good. <laughs> she was doing the best. Shout out to the moms of the like, show, boy. But, they be going through it. But girl, can you take them? Like, do you not see what your children are about to do here? Like, this is about to get very ugly, and you over here. Like, I honestly, for a second, was like. 
is Lexi gonna flip this? Like, do, was she planning for this and she's gonna somehow flip Mm-mm, this and, no. and make it part? No. Because I was like, how did you not expect for your sister to, to act a fool she like She really this? should like, have. She's been acting like this <laughs> all season behind this boy. And you thought that you were going to do <gasps> fucking Hedwig and the Angry Inch and so that good. she wasn't going to. So good. I'm sorry, y'all. When Cassie, when Cassie said, oh, I know there's women getting their heads chopped off in Afghanistan or wherever. And somebody said, that's racist. That's racist. <laughs> like, how are you niggas mad at this? I am loving it. Bitch, that shit was that so back. I ran that good. shit back. It was great. When they were just sitting in a bathroom and her hair was all fucked up yep. and her nose was bleeding mm-hmm. and she was just sitting there in her thoughts. Maddie in that Coke can talking about this is just the beginning. Nursing clearly a self-injury. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> clearly twisted her angle trying right. to get to this girl. Woo! Man. Hilarious. Euphoria now the second HBO show behind Game of Thrones. So good. God damn, it's a that very was so good funny. show. Very artsy. I although I will say, spoiler alert, although this hasn't all like this hasn't all been a spoiler. Right. I wept oh, yeah. behind Ashtray. Yeah. Like I I was bes- like beside myself. Yeah. Like I literally was like I had to pause it and gather myself yeah. and I have not had that experience. I've cried I cry over film and television and books and shit like that oh, all the yeah. time but this one was like excuse me mm-hmm. yeah that was I'm rough I'm still hurt I said, I'm damn. still devastated he went out like Cleo <laughs> he truly truly was not going he wasn't going he wasn't <sighs> he got that last cop so good I was I'm still broken by this. But the young man who plays him, Javon, Juana Walton, <laughs> him and his siblings got black ass. I was about to say his name is Javon, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go off. <laughs> um, but he I saw that he's gonna be in the new season of Umbrella Academy. I really want him to play Robin. Oh, okay. Um, I think he's got a bright future ahead of him, so <sighs> I wow. guess. I guess. I was that was heartbreaking though. I mean, those scenes I really had to watch through my fingers because you know how I am with blood. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I have, I fucking loved the play. <laughs> I loved the play. <laughs> I appreciate the play a lot more now. <laughs> yeah, after Cassie got her heart broke and she was breathing all hard at that door, that bitch came Looking. back in. <laughs> It's time for Shout chaos. out to uh, what's her name, Sydney Sweeney. She is an acting ass. Is. She's killing that role, bro. Like that bitch strolled right down the goddamn the way, aisle and, and into that stage. <laughs> well, her mama turned around and saw her and was like, "Oh, oh god!" <laughs> like, like it was Thanos. Her mother knew what was about to happen. Even Ruth was just looking like, "Damn!" Like Here when Ruth saw her through the glass, yeah, it was like. It was like here we go. Okay, right. <laughs> it's about to happen. What a moment. And the fact that everybody was just living. Niggas was loving. Nobody left after all that shit went down. Literally sat and waited for <laughs> them to come back out. Like, that's how you know they were enjoying themselves. Me and they Jules chanted were for her. bouncing up and down. Me and Jules were sisters throughout that whole scene. We were living together. Man, that shit Woo, was good. so good. It's gonna be another another million years before another season comes out. But wow, what a what yeah. a moment! Um, and lastly, I just wanted to pass a read really quickly Okey because dough. I enjoyed it. Pass the read like we used to. 
This read, uh, <laughs> it says, well, it, the title of the read is You Can't All Be Tina Marie. It says, well, <laughs> okay. This read is for all the white girls at the black parties in Brooklyn that must have lost their ever loving minds, but especially the ones from this last Saturday night. Here we are, me and my niggas having a good old ghetto time at the Brown Sugar Bounce, which is something I've never been to, but clearly need to be at need because it's go. called the Brown Sugar Bounce. So um, we're going, obviously. we're going. Ellipses for Black History Month. As the night went on, we noticed there was no direction to which we could avert our gaze without seeing evil incarnate, the white woman. They must have been high out their minds from the smell of actual rhythm and black dick, the way that these bitches was tripping. I know that's right. Because what's got to be wrong with you to see a beautiful black cis dripping in the yellow we all look so good in, in the middle of one of our ceremonious circles, with an afro like a halo, just living. <laughs> And decide to mosh back and forth through this space, like we all at a, a Fall Out Boy concert. Where are they getting the nerve to take up so much space dancing like Elaine Bennis that they're pressed <laughs> against our backs in my last nerve? <laughs> if you don't know that That's reference, a legendary clip. It. You have to find it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to reclaim the space because fuck out of here with that. Old girl was lucky that the first words I chose were excuse me, mm. which she made the mistake of pretending not to hear, which I've noticed white people they super love, love to that. do this they season. Love that shit. So I made sure she heard me and saw me this time. And in natural white fashion, she responded by calling me rude. Then the person she's with sees me about to slap the anti-black yeah. out of her and intervenes. And so, by the way, this read is also for the black men that be bringing these pink pussy hat wearing only let the shampoo water run down their body and they two minute shower entitled ass white women to what are clearly spaces created for black people to freely enjoy themselves, to be ourselves and be together. Where do your alabaster associates fit in that equation? Damn. You in my ear trying to play peacekeeper and protect your bland blonde bounty when you should be escorting them far, far away from the scene. And I ain't finna move un- oh, I ain't finna move until y'all move. And they did. Seeing her and the black man who gonna stand beside her further to the back, just stewing, just upset, to which she puts a laughing emoji in parentheses, which I really <laughs> got a kick out of. Because, like, I would have to say that. That clearly was for my enjoyment. Mm -hmm. Communicates to me what we already know. That your comfort is the most important thing to you in any context. Correct. That you, a Yakubian yuck mouth, ought to be the most carefree in a room full of black people at a Black History Month party. That you are so completely without couth and unashamed about it, and niggas reinforce that shit while black femmes and black trans folks bear the brunt for all of us. Be grateful. You didn't catch a black power fist to your face with that disrespectful ass behavior. White people, especially white women, stay the fuck out of our faces and our spaces. Niggas, stop bringing them. Stop promising you'll step in and protect them if they get pressed because not only will that not stop me, but you can get it the fuck too. I will handle you first for having the gall and to see your Caucasoid companion quiver in fear knowing that she is next. Amen. Reflect on being a black man caping for a white woman to take up space where black people are intentionally gathering to be with each other and heal that shit. We are tired. It's tired. The effort to make this month the most raggedy yet is coming from all angles, and we just be trying to be here and have joy. But we're going to do that anyway because black. God bless us, black people. Mm-hmm. I love you. Signs, Prodigy's monologue at the beginning of Quiet Storm, <laughs> which again... <laughs> If you don't get the reference. <laughs> if you don't get that reference, then you probably not black. But look it up. <laughs> P.S. 
While I won't do the labor of actually making sense of this connection, let us trust that Kanye is to blame for a lot of this. Oh, said for my iPhone. I mean, <laughs> not said for my iPhone. <laughs> I, <And that's> it. <laughs> I don't disagree with that. It probably is Kanye's fault in one way or another. But white people be having all the nerve knowing they in black spaces. There's another letter for this when it comes to straight people and especially straight women at queer events. But we'll do that maybe in June. Drag shows and gay clubs. Y'all be (laughs) wildin'. Maybe I'll wait for Pride. But as for now, we're talking about niggas. (laughs) White people. But especially white women. Yeah. Because y'all really be trying to argue black girls down at these functions and then play victim when you lose your two front. And I don't understand. None of us understand. None of us are understanding. Do you not see what the T is, bitch? Of course you know what it is because that's why you're here, Hope. As she said, you sm- you're sniffing out the rhythm and you're going to know, go, you're got your Shazam in your fucking pocket like we don't know you out here trying to take home the songs so you can memorize them the next time you come out here. Okay? And impress Jamal. Fuck up out of here. At the very least, if you're going to be here ruining our good time by, like, existing in our eyesight, play your fucking... <laughs> Link said, it was a long wrap time coming. <laughs> Link said, wrap it up. She's ready for this to be You're better. done. <laughs> At least play your goddamn part in position. Yes. Okay? And be respectful of the fucking space. I feel like the best form of respect would be to not enter. But if you're going to come, then stay the fuck out of our way. Drink the drinks, do your white girl bop in the corner, and stay out of our goddamn way. And tip. Tip big. Big tip. Big everybody. Big tip. tip everybody. <laughs> everybody. Oh, a mess. So thank you for that, Prodigies. Um Prodigies of monologue from the beginning of Quiet Storm. I appreciated it and I agree. Yes, and if you have a read for us that you want to pass, send it to pass the read at gmail.com. And I think that'll wrap up this week's episode of the show. Um, make sure you check us out at This Is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. And you can join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash the read. Any other announcements from you, Kifuri, before we head out? Um, make sure that you check out our brand new favorite movie, A Medea Homecoming, mm. now streaming <laughs> this is not only an on ad. Netflix. Not an ad. <laughs> also, maybe don't. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Watch it. Like, if you, I don't. I want to know how many. No, you know what? I actually don't. I give think a fuck. we dragged it so bad, like acrimony. Niggas are gonna watch it because we, the people who haven't already seen it, are gonna see, be like, it can't be that bad. And then they're gonna acrimony watch it. was awful. It was. Like I have nothing good to say yeah, about that, that was, film. That's, okay, that's besides true. the fact that I really enjoy a lot of the actors in that film as well. Like in general, like I yeah. love them as people right. and as performers. I have nothing good to say about that movie at least parts of this one genuinely made me laugh but as a whole it's tyler perry doing what tyler perry does best which is not much and on that note we will see y'all niggas except (laughs) a drag show if you really want to see um tyler perry's uh beyonce maxi challenge 
please. Then go for it. Um, Just go ahead and skip to the end credits where you will see Tyler Perry dance for approximately 15 minutes in a very long and luxurious gray wig. Uh, Daisy Dukes the size of a fucking Fiat. (laughs) I cannot with him. (laughs) Yeah, go on and watch Tyler's Snatch Game if you want to. But, yes, that's to have a, a time with that. <laughs> and let us know what you think On of the story. Bikes. All right. Take care of yourselves and we will see y'all next week. Life is a highway and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.